the biggest thing has been to follow a system that we have Mm -hmm. set up in our portal, making sure tasks are checked off right away. That has been the biggest thing for organization. You have to have a lot of organization in this position. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hello, and welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. I am solo today, so Ron is out on vacation. And we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but when people are out on vacation, our goal as a team is that person is out. Like I have not texted him or really, I guess if I've emailed him, it's been for him to check when he's back in the office. So that is always our goal. So I told Ron, I said, I got it. You go. (laughs) Have a great time with your family. So that is super important and something that everyone should really consider doing on their team because I think it's awesome. And it is a struggle for me personally to really unplug. So if other people are enforcing (laughs) that I'm unplugging, I do a lot better at unplugging. So I think it's a fantastic way to run a team. And we've also built our team with redundancy so that if someone's out, we have cross training so that people can cover for someone else and they know their job, they understand their position. So Ron and I were actually talking about that this week about making sure that you always have systems in place so that if someone gets hit by a train... Actually, I think it runs as a truck, but still, I should probably use the right method of death. But if someone is killed by a truck, by a truck then some, the company can still keep moving forward. So making sure on a team that we have all of those systems and redundancies in place and cross-training. But we also have really hired with our core values. So people just want to help each other. So we always want to help each other when someone needs to check out for whatever reason. So... I made sure that I was not solo today. Carrying on a solo conversation is a little bit tricky. So I am joined by Lacey Gillette. I almost called you by your maiden name. Lacey's <laughs> been here that long <laughs> that, that she has been here before she got married. We were all in the office excited for her when she was engaged, had her first baby, second baby. It's a fun family event when... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you work together for so long. All my you... big changes in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So Lacey, when did you start working at RP Capital? I have been here since 2014, January of 2014. So, <laughs> so crazy. So long and so good because really, um, we've talked about this on the show before, that I started at the front desk and the previous co-host, Angela, started at the front desk And you also, right? You started at the front desk. I sure did. That front desk is magical. (laughs) (laughs) Magic spot to start. That's true. That's true. I really think it speaks to the culture of our company that we're always looking for like, hey, how do you want to level up? What do you want to do? What position would you want to have? When you find someone good like you, Lacey, that is such a great team player and great with our match of our core values, you also just really care about the company and love what we do, which makes a big difference. And so, man, I think we would put you in any seat that you wanted, which we've really talked about over the years. So, yeah, it's actually really refreshing to know, like I can dabble in different seats and if I don't like it, I move out. 
So yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like it. That's right. And we've interviewed Mike McCloskey on the show before that we're using the predictive index a lot and looking at strengths and superpowers, we call them like, what are your superpowers? How can we put you in a seat that best utilizes your superpowers? Because when I'm using those skills that I naturally have, I'm happier in my position, right? Like they're just, right. it just feels like it fits, right? So that's super awesome. So your latest seat you've been sitting in, has it been three years? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, I just realized that. I'm like, yeah, um, I have to think about it for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you are our transaction coordinator. Your other title that you throw around too is the VP of miscellaneous stuff, which you're super good at. That title you're... will never die. And it'll <laughs> be with me forever. <laughs> I've had clients mention it to me before and think it's so awesome. So I think that speaks to though that you're just willing to jump in and help. And so that became like a, an office joke, but also totally real. So <laughs> very cool. So we wanted to just, I had talked to Ron about this, just highlight how are as RP Capital, um, our core company that Ron and I work on over here, it really is pertinent to any business in a lot of ways. It's about customer communication. It's about customer retention. And some things that we do internally with your position, especially Lacey, to help clients be able to want to come back again and again, have a right. fantastic experience. And for a while there, I was getting solid, heavy feedback from clients of like, I don't even know what's happening. I, I buy a property and I don't even know what's going on. I don't know when I'm closing. Then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, arrange your day tomorrow. You're closing tomorrow. And we've worked really hard as a team, but you have been integral in that in really helping facilitate the customer communication. So I guess what I'm the general theme that I wanted to talk about is making the real estate investing experience as passive as possible. And if you're owning a different business, making your client experience smooth and simple and that people aren't going to get confused or lost in the process, whatever it is that your business is, that making sure that it's really clear, easy to follow. So with your position, Lacey, we're going to talk a little bit about how we do that as a company, once a client becomes a client, meaning that they are purchasing a property, they sign a contract, then our team is introducing, hey, we have this awesome transaction coordinator. Her name is Lacey. And she's going to oversee the transaction. And I always say she dots the I's and crosses the T's, making sure all the paperwork is, is ready to go. And in a real a regular real estate transaction, you are really going to be having to coordinate inspections and choose the inspector and things like that. So right out of the gate, when a client purchases a property, what is your department jumping in and doing to make sure that it's all set up properly? Yeah. So a part of our portal, and I think the biggest thing has been to follow like a system that we have mm -hmm. set up in our portal, making sure tasks are checked off right away, that has been the biggest thing for organization. You have to have a lot of organization in this position. Yeah. Um, so right out the gate, I review the contract. I see if it's a new construction, if it, you know, if I something that needs to go in a different bucket that I need to follow up on in a month or two, or if it's a rehab property that's ready for an appraisal right now. If it's ready for the appraisal, I'm letting the lender know, get that appraisal ordered now, because that can take the longest in the whole process is getting an appraiser out there, getting that report in. I get that ordered right away. I get the inspection, home inspection ordered right away. And then that's... So we get yeah. the ball rolling pretty that's quick. So it's fast. And it's a great setup because 
you also have a team working with you to kind of comb through, make sure that we're not missing things. 1031 exchanges, making sure that all of that is just put on the right path and the right track. You know what I mean? Right. Super, super helpful. And a couple of things that you mentioned that are probably just like no big deal for you, but for one of our clients, it's super helpful that you're coordinating with the lender and coordinating ordering an appraisal and an inspection. We choose the inspector typically, the seller does not, but we typically do. The client can occasionally find an inspector or knows of an inspector that they would like to use. But for the most part, they're relying on our relationships that we've established. And so having that part be as smooth as possible. (laughs) There's always turbulence. Always. We could talk for probably a whole hour of all the turbulence that happens on transactions. But (laughs) yeah, you're in the background interfacing with the seller, with the lender, with title, making sure that everything's chugging along. And then you mentioned the portal, which is something else that We've talked about a lot on the show, but as far as your specific function, you are working in a whole part of our software we've built, we call the portal, that you can go in and have notes and tasks that you mentioned to check boxes and make sure everything's done. And we have automation that our clients see. So when you're checking a box, an email is sent to anyone involved. Right. So one of my favorite ones is, hey, you're getting close to closing. Here is an introduction to your property manager. And the property manager's copied, their contact information is in there. And all we did was, or all you did in that instance, was make sure the correct contact was in the in the system and then you checked a box. Right. So it just is a great, great way to not miss stuff. Right. So some automation, some software has made a really, really big difference. We did like probably double the amount of volume with just you without having to hire extra people for a while there just because of software and systems. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Made it so simple. And clients can go in into their investor dashboard and log in and look and see your notes and see what's happening. And they can see a timestamp of you know, what's happening on their transaction so that they don't have to worry about calling during business hours. I know that's one thing, right? If you're, if you're a business owner or we have a lot of clients that are professionals, so nine to five is slammed and trying to get a hold of Lacey you know, in the nine to five hours, they can get on at midnight if they want to <laughs> and, right. and get yeah. an update. So a couple other things you mentioned, the repair tasks. So when we are moving along in the transaction, the inspection report comes back. You're also then sharing the inspection report with clients, right? So okay. tell us a little bit about that process and how you do that. Because typically, like I'm buying my primary residence right now and I'm I'm in the thick of it. Like I, I went over, I had to make sure the inspector had access to the home, all that, all those things. So that can take a big weight off of the client. So talk oh, about how sure. that process works. Yeah. So we, and we set all that up too. I coordinate access with the home inspector. I connect him with who he needs contact, whether it's property manager or lockbox code, all that to get directly into the home. Um, and then in return, he sends a report back to us. I share the repairs that need to be done with the seller and try to get him out there or whoever their contracting team yeah. out there right away. We share it with the buyer same day. Everybody's getting it all at the same time. And then within the portal as well, like you said, we upload every repair item that is required to be done from the inspection report. Once those repairs are done, the seller just goes in and uploads the proof of repair directly to the item. So we don't have to sit and comb through a bunch of photos, videos. The buyer doesn't have to take the time to figure out what repair does this go to. 
it's all directly like right there. (laughs) It makes it very easy for everybody. Oh, do you remember the days when we got sent a picture that was super up close of some drywall with like a a mark on the drywall and we had no, I mean, oh my gosh, I remember going through the photos and going, how am I supposed to know? And one time they said, you don't know what that is. I'm like, if you were looking at this picture, even as a general contractor, you will have, you would be confused too. Like it's so confused. Yeah. And they would assume that we would know what it was. And so we would have to go through and label all the photos. It was so chaotic. So that system has really, really helped everybody, including the client, like you said, um, not having to comb through everything to figure out what goes with what repair. So, um, and those are stored long-term. So that actually, I had a client reference just yesterday, reached out to me and said, hey, this came up. Looks like the seller addressed it here. Here's some photos of what the seller did before I bought it. I mean, so, so simple to have those long-term. And then even when you go to sell the property, you have a list, you have an inspection report stored in your portal, and then all the repairs and photos of the repairs that were made. So it makes it really easy to track and know what's going on. Also yeah. a big hole that we that we closed there. <laughs> and it helps everybody see like if one was missed, it's very mm-hmm. quickly, oh, I missed this. Let me go. Because yeah. on the thick of it, there's so much happening, both on the seller and the buyer side. It's so easy to miss one or two along the way. So totally. Yes. And it's because you're right, because there's colors and links. And so it's really like this, one of these kids is doing its own thing. Like you can clearly tell nothing happened on this repair. So it makes it really easy to track, which is awesome. So talk to us about a little further along in the process then. So say we have the inspection back, repairs are in, then we are, you know, we get the appraisal back in. There's a few more items on our checklist. I know one is a tenant. So I mean, making sure that we have, if it's in the contract that a tenant's going to be in place, then what's your process there? How do you follow up to know what's happening? I do weekly, daily check-ins with sellers. They start out as weekly because there's not a lot to update on the seller side. Like, hey, you know, we're still waiting for the appraisal to come in. Mm -hmm. But like you said, as soon as that appraisal is in and the inspection report is in, the turbulence hits. Um, The file is (laughs) then moved to underwriting to get a final approval to close on the lending side. So once it's in underwriting, I'm doing constant check-ins with the seller and the buyer, making sure everybody's ready to go. So once it's leased, I get a copy of the lease and I upload it to the portal so everybody's aware of what it's rented for, make sure it's within the range we provide on our performa. And then I order a home warranty, which a lot of our rehab deals come with that, a Mm one-year home warranty paid by the seller which is also automated, which is very helpful. Not goes out to our rep saying, Hey, we need this home warranty. And she sends it back to all parties. So the title company is getting it right away. So it's not missed at closing. We're getting copies so we can upload it for the buyer to have a copy in their portal long-term. Yeah. And then I'm checking in with the lenders saying, you know, has this come out of underwriting? Like where are we at? They're getting last minute conditions from the buyer and and then we're ready to rock and roll for closing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it feels uh, that's such a good feeling too when you're through yeah. the turbulence and it's ready to land, right? And when when the property's not leased, sometimes we're delaying closing, or sometimes we're yeah. looking at the option of the seller paying rent along with the first mortgage payment or something like that. But oftentimes, when we're not in November, December, January, <laughs> we have a tenant in place. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of follow up pieces during that. Yeah. 
Definitely. Okay. Um, love that. So many good points. And I think, you know, for business owners, just making sure processes and systems are in place to really protect your team and to make sure on our side that we're abiding by the contract and the terms of the contract. And then making sure that we're protecting our client. And then we're also in our position, we are the transaction broker. We have no agency agreement with anybody. So we are looking to just facilitate a transaction. So we take off on the airplane, we have some turbulence and our job is to land the plane safely. So we're not looking as much on, you know, making sure that every bit that the transaction is done, that your job as a transaction coordinator is the paperwork, it's the making sure we abide by the contract, the systems, the processes, making sure that title communicates and hires the notary to come out or you're hiring the notary. Also something a client would normally have to do, either go to the title company, make sure that you know they arrange their schedule to do so. Or in these situations, we're often having the notary go straight to the client, right? At their place of work or at their house or whatever, which also facilitates just a hands off as much as possible. Right. It definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So then the relationship with our clients is so, so important. And also for business owners listening, that we protect the repeat buyer metric that we have, our clients, 70% of our clients buy multiple properties from us. We have several clients that have bought over 100 doors from us. And so watching that and knowing how well are we doing? I mean, a part of that is property performance, right? Making sure that it's a good property that has a strong rate of return and you know, good construction or rehab, those kind of things, yes. But a lot of it is tied up in the details and the communication and making sure that everything is done properly prior to closing. So sometimes, you know, we are up against a 1031 deadline or lately, Lacey, you've been dealing a ton with rate lock extension fees, or we have um, a credit that's due to the property manager, which is an outside of closing thing. <laughs> so we've had to add in extra steps for you for that because we didn't do that. Like a year ago, that was an anomaly. And now it's a lot the norm. So we've added some automation for that. But how do you make sure that you don't drop the ball on all so, so many balls in the air? Constantly stressed. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true answer. <laughs> no, it's I have a great team backing me up, helping me, keeping me on track as well. They go in, put in notes kind of like flashing, like Lacey, do not forget yeah. to put this in there for me. Don't forget that this is here. I have, sometimes I pull in, you know, the sales team, different people yeah. on the team saying, help me out, like review this for me, check this over for me. You just have to be very flexible in this position, I think, to be able to bend and move with how the market and everything's changing. Yeah, that's be a good point. With it. So, yeah. I think that's that's really solid because making sure that even though you have all the systems and processes in place, that you're not stuck. And that was something really cool when you stepped into the seat that we saw in you was not getting stuck in the systems and processes such that you can't see the big picture, right? You're really good at that, at being able to pivot and say, hey, I know my system is X, but this and this and this is happening. So I think we need to pivot and have a conversation and adjust our process for this file specifically, right? So making sure that you're flexible with a lot of attention to detail. So, I mean, one thing that I've noticed 
is that clients build this cool relationship with you where they they know they know about your family they know you know about your life a little bit because you're just spending a bit of time with them making sure this is happening the other thing that we've really been working on especially in the last probably 6 months is really trying to close faster because man if we have timelines on closing that drag out it affects our clients in ways that they don't really think about because normally that would sound like, oh, let's shorten our closing timeline to be taking advantage of our client. But it's not. It's actually way better. Because for me, when I'm buying rental properties and it drags on past 30, 45 days, guess what I have to do? I have to supply all new bank statements and mortgage statements for all of my properties. I had to do it last night. It took me like a solid hour <laughs> to get everything into the lender. It's called updated docs. And it's a pain. And so if we can shorten the transaction timeline while still checking all the boxes, that also helps our client to have a better, more positive experience than dragging it out unnecessarily, I should say. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Sometimes we will delay it and we're the ones that purposefully delay it. We say, right. we aren't closing. And I've seen emails from you to that effect so many times. We are not closing. You don't have this, this, and this done that's in the contract. I need that by this date. And we are holding our sellers accountable. If they're the ones delaying the transaction, then we're saying, hey, guess what? There's a rate lock extension fee. And guess who's covering it? Because you delayed the transaction and you're really good at you know following that timeline. Um, and I think a lot of the timeline being short up as well is that rates are going up constantly. So the longer we take to close a file and if lenders did a 30-day rate lock, it starts costing the buyer money. So, yeah. so if we can prevent any delay on our end or on the seller's end, then, I mean, we work with the buyer to make sure like, Hey, you got to get this in today, right? Like you'll, you'll text me or reach out to me to say, Hey, we got to get this client to move or they're going to be paying rate lock extension fees. So keeping the file on track for a shorter term close is definitely helping our client. So I think that's, oh, yeah. that's been powerful. They, Everybody loves that Lacey's coming in hot now. (laughs) Yeah, it got got so, so messy with all those rate lock extension fees for a minute. And delays in construction were a big part of it. Some of it was totally out of anyone's control, you know, that we just had delays due to, you know, supply chain issues. And so that was no surprise to anybody, but didn't mean that it wasn't painful. It was rough. So your position is so integral in our customer experience of our whole process and ensuring that they want to come back again. And I would challenge everyone to look in their life or in their job, that person or that position that you could even create that would smooth that transaction for everybody involved, that customer experience to allow for everybody to walk away happier. (laughs) You're our team included. So your job is so, so pivotal. Anything else that you would add? I'm like worried that I did a lot of the chatting here. And if there's something that that we missed. (laughs) No, I, I was just trying to think, I, I feel like we did it all in a nutshell. There's lots of means case by case, but yeah, you're right. Cause sometimes we do have to get creative and we get creative as a team. You're not alone sitting on an Island trying to figure it out. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We work together as a team when we have to 
solve some interesting situations and real estate. <laughs> real estate's full of interesting. It keeps us on our toes. No two days yeah. are the same, right? It's no. pretty awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today. I think this is a super, super important topic and ways that, you know, helping facilitate your life so that it's more simplified and easier in general. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. For those of you listening, get out there and make something happen this week. If you haven't listened to our masterclass, we have recordings available. Please reach out to us if you'd like to join our Facebook group at invest at rpcinvest.com. We'll send you the link. We'd love to share that masterclass content. It was super helpful. We got great feedback on it. So we'd love to bring you up to speed on the market and what we think is going to happen with interest rates and everything like that, given data, not just our opinions, lots and lots of data in this particular class. So if that's something that you would enjoy tuning into, we just have recordings that you can watch. They're about an hour and a half, three hour and a half recordings. But the good news is with the recording, you can speed up the playback. So (laughs) you can speed up our voices and make it a little faster. So get out there and make something happen this week, guys. Thanks. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.